So right in this little introduction right here is where brands, companies should be spending their money. This is a call to arms for agencies that every year during the month of June, you say you want to be diverse and include, well, include us in your financial year and put money where your mouth is and give us the money. Give us the money. Right in this little intro, this little, right between a little minute, a minute of, of showtime could be your introduction. All you need to do is message to laurelbrongaze at gmail.com saying, hi, we would like to include you in your fi- in our financial year. We need the pennies. We need the money. You know how lovely it would be to hear two nice brong boys who have no money, apart from their normal jobs, that they need the money to do stuff. I wanna, I want, I want, I wanna be flown away to, to a remote island in, in Bali with money that I've made from you giving us the money. We need it. We need it. We need it. So here's what brands, companies, and everyone in between. We will sell urns. We will sell mics. We will sell lo- love letters from your nan before she went to war. We don't care. We will sell it. We will do it because we are we are a professional podcast with two professional young boys doing the most. You know, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about another podcast. Mm-hmm. Listeners, you're listening to a podcast mm-hmm. and I'm talking about a podcast I was listening to that's talking about another podcast. Right. So in the other podcast, podcast three, let's say, yeah. they had an episode that was about how to get sponsors. Yeah. And their advice, which I think is absolutely insane, is if you want to get a sponsor, find a local business that you like and just insert an ad for them and then send them the show and say, I did an ad for you, and then just ask them to give you the money for it? I mean... I don't know if that's ever worked, but we're going to no. try it right now. <laughs> yeah, we'll try right now. Nick, think of a local brand. Think of a local mm. company. Well, there's two brewers. There's one in Manchester and one in London. I think we should do a great ad for brewers. A great Two ad. brewers! Yeah. I've thrown up outside of it. <laughs> you should too. Amen. For cheap drag queens... Boys that you will never sleep with you and the grinder hookup you're just not going to go home with. Two brewers. Two brewers. It's the only place I get drunk. <laughs> Situated on the high street of Clapham where all the gays live in London and Canal Street where you're probably going to get a kebab on the night home after your night out. Two brewers. Let, let, the real thing since you mentioned it. And you got a show coming up. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> actual plug. Okay, go I ahead with your actual plug. plug. Well, da 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 da. Nick Charles is going to be a guest judge on Disney Snatch Game, brought to you by Two Brewers. Coming to Two Brewers. It's usually in Two Brewers in London, but it's not in Two Brewers in Manchester. And they've chosen me to be a guest judge. Who would have thought? Look at us. Look at the professionalism. Who would have thought? Well, made it onto the stage at Two right? Brewers and not just because you got drunk and stumbled your way up there during the which, show. Which is usually how it usually goes all the time. Woo! Love to see. Well, uh, what date is that? When's that happening? Oh, it is March something. I can't remember the exact date. But I'll find out now because I have terrible memory. It is on the the March 19th March 19th March 19th at Two Brewers in Manchester and tickets are currently available at outsavvy.com and they start between £10 and £20 so the early bird tickets at the minute is £20 but you can have a VIP boot with five people for £20 per seat with a fee of £1.80 for booking Uh, do you want to hear something as well this is a paid gig she's getting paid oh drinks are on Nick She's getting paid. Oh, honey, she's drinking for free. 
if you go to Disney Snatch on Instagram, you can see their previous um their previous shows and it looks really fun. There's this one contestant, her name is Miss Terry Box doing Cinderella with an S. And it is absolute fabulous. And it's not about black girls doing Cinderella. It's just absolute divine. I mean, Brandy set the tone. Brandy set the tone. And Whitney Houston, impossible. Impossible. Correct. Impossible. Do you know what's what's also impossible? Me hitting that note? That too. But you know what's also (laughs) impossible? The fact that, right, let's get get into the gig for this week. Oh, we do? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something real quick. And let me tell you something real quick quick you know wait before you get into it before you get into it i've yeah. decided we need to clearly demar- demarcate the the sections of the show because mm-hmm. we you know how me and you just be like blah 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 but so <laughs> we're gonna take a breath breathe in breathe out and let's get into let me tell you something, let me tell you something. right so let me let me tell you remember let me just have a little sip a little asmr Mmm. Today's Love Bronx is sponsored by Coke Zero I bought from Little for 60p. Anyway, <laughs> you know how we love to support black people? We love it. We love to support black people. We love it. It's one something we enjoy because it's, it's a thing. It's family. But you know what's sad? No, it's really sad. When the girls, and when I mean the girls, I mean the gays, when the girls decide that they're running out of money, running out of pennies, pennies. And they thought, oh, well, if I can't pay my dancers, I'm going to have to make some money elsewhere. Okay, 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 okay. Yep, yep, Mm -hmm. yep, yep, yep. So I need to lotion up while you've been doing this. Let me just... You know it, baby. Let me just get a little hand lotion on these hands. We are both getting some tea this evening. I feel like I'm going to need to be smooth <laughs> for what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Because you know it's about to be a slap down, smack, a podcast smack down on the, on the LBG. It's all you, Nick. You take it. I'm here. I'm so ready. So Miss Lady decided. Miss, and if I'm talking, if you know who it is, I'm talking about Miss Tanessa Hall. Miss hair, nails, hips and heels, but can't pay her dancers. Anyway, she's currently in Big Brother. And not only is she in Big Brother, she literally got read to filth last night. Not only by someone who I didn't expect to be in the Big Brother house, but she got read and got called out for being the bitch we always knew she was. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't ever try to hate on the girls, but there's something about Todrick Hall that I love to hate. And I know that I, I know that I know I might song like, oh, Nick, why are you saying that? Let me tell you why. Todrick Hall is the most inconsiderate, bitchy, trashy person I have ever seen on television. Now, I w- look at the clips of him being on, t- on this Big Brother. I know Big Brother is one of those shows where you see the people for who they are. Like when you mm. strip back all, all the Instagram, you strip back all the music video, you strip back everything that makes them who you think they are. And then when they're under surveillance for a reality TV show, you see the real people. You see who they are. Now, Big Brother is the kind of show where when you go on shows like that, it's a make or break moment. One, you could redeem yourself or two people will see how much of an asshole you are. Now, she got read by Lamar Odom. Get that right? Lamar Odom. The Kardashian X-Man. If you're being read to fill by a Kardashian X-Man, 
end on a, on a reality TV show, baby, you're dead. And if you're trending for all the wrong reasons, Todrick, baby, it's time for you to close up shop and go. The tea, Danielle, the tea. The thing about Todrick mm. is, so, oh. Todrick, Todrick is, you know when you get a situation where you're you're looking at somebody rise to stardom? Mm-hmm. Um, stardom. Stardom, yes. And you're looking we didn't say which you're, galaxy, we didn't say which galaxy, but stardom. You're looking at it and you're like, you really are, are like drinking it. You're really mm. drinking it in and thinking you are, you are it. So let's, let's go through the career of Miss Todrick Hall, shall mm-hmm. we? So American Idol, mm-hmm. did she win? I don't nope. think she did. No. I don't think she did. Oof. So Kelly Clarkson, you are not. We can just strike that off. Mm-hmm. Correct. Then you go to YouTube, and mm-hmm. I will give up to Todrick. Some of it was funny. Some was funny. Some of it was funny. Was it mm-hmm. clever? No. No. Was it just black and gay stereotypes? Yes. But was the packaging funny? I'll give it to her. Yeah. I used to sing Beauty in the Beat Boots. Oh, like it was it. cute. Then we go from the YouTube stuff, and then you do your Disney knockoff album, mm-hmm. which I know some of the girls really went up for. And I was like, some of it's nice. And it's yeah. okay, but is it what it is? Nah, 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 nah. Mm-mm. Drag race. Oof. Let's talk very quickly about Todrick Hall's stint as a judge on Drag mm. Race. Mama mm. had nothing to say. Mama was not interesting Mm-mm. or engaging. Can you think Mm-mm. of a single Todrick Hall quote from Drag Race? Never. When Jeffrey Boyer Chapman does a better job as a Drag Race judge than you, See. you know there's a problem. Tea. You know there's some work you, on, Daniel, that you need to be doing. Spill, Daniel. Spill it. Spill it. Let's talk about the career highlight of Todrick Hall. Mm. Nails, hair, hips, heels. Todrick came out with what is essentially his best song. Mm-hmm. It's very fun when you play it out. And it mm-hmm. has a little choreo to it. And I was yes. like, okay, we can we, work we with live. this. Yeah, we live for it. A little get me body touch moment. A little touch yeah. on ballroom. Even though the, the girls from ballroom say you basically just stole it from them because you ain't part of the crowd. Fair enough. If they say you stole it, yeah, I'm we, not going to get involved. We, we ain't going to fight that battle. Not yours. Yeah, that's your theft, not mine. But then it comes out, Todrisha, <laughs> that you did not pay your dancers. Mm. And you bragged about spending tens of thousands of pounds on that video, mm-hmm. which I know didn't go into that costume budget. Mm-mm. Where's the budget? The girls were wearing some Amazon jewelry. We Thank saw you. it. Yes. We understood what you were going for. But, you know, big neon lights can be expensive and you got to rent a warehouse. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. But when you hire somebody to do a job and the expectation is that you are going to pay them for mm-hmm. that job, mm-hmm. we expect that you should pay them. And your dancers feature in that video. And if you're going to brag about spending so much money on it and making money from it, mm-hmm. you need to be throwing some coins at your dancers. And you, from what I know, still haven't. Pay the good. Let me read you something I came across. So this is from a guy called Jacob. It's at Bewilderberry on twitter oh i think i saw this i don't know if this is true i've not vetted it but i am not a journalist i'm just here to spread some mess (laughs) so they tweeted a picture of themselves looking very thin and they from 2018 they're working on a tour for todrick the meals we were promised never came our measly paychecks were always late i was loading steel set pieces out the truck every day twice a day while eating whatever the 
food the venues happened to leave out. I was too broken and embarrassed to go home, too paranoid to complain since I'd been seen others be made an example of in front of everyone. I barely told anyone how horrible my time with him was because I didn't want to affect future work. Todrick is every bit as bad as the rumors claim him to be and more. And he's taking his time on Celebrity Big Brother to prove it for us. Amen. To prove, like, mm. this man needs to tank. I'm tired of hearing about her. I'm yeah. tired of seeing her and her fiance and her other boyfriend that mm. the fiance still apparently doesn't know about even Oof. though i know about it the and if tea. i know about it you should definitely know about it the tea correct if that girl is being flown from london to la to hang out with your man and i know you should know yeah who's paying those miles who's paying those miles because you know i'm that done you, with her you know that man and girl stand by tickets to see her the moment Todrick Holt died for me was trying to make Taylor Swift queen of the gays. Mm. And we were sat there like, who made you decide that? No. We don't even think you queen of the gays yourself. You can't Mm -hmm. pass a crown on to anybody else. Ignoring the Black Lives Matter stuff for Mm -hmm. ages. And then when you eventually speaking out of it, doing it in a magazine article where you are dressed up like a clown and you got your Mm -hmm. hand up in the air and you're talking about how important all the stuff to do was. And I was like, I didn't see you at no march. I didn't see you marching. I didn't see you share one black square. I didn't see you do anything. Absolutely no. anything. I see you be silent until you got paid to yeah. say something. Capitalizing on, on the lives of black men. Oh, not this, baby. Then you not then this. you try and come back Mm-mm. to around and be like, hey, now, now I'm here. Let me make this about me again. Girl, if you don't, please piss off. Go. In the bin. I have never wanted a recycling bin to just be right outside her. As soon as she, as soon as she walk out, I just want a crane to, you know, like the claw from Story Story, just swoop down and put her in that bin. And just go. Go to a remote island where no one knows where you are. And I'm just saying, nails, hair, hips, heels is not cute enough. Mm-mm. It is not cute enough. Baby, baby, you know those gloves are from Asda. That was a two for one Asda. Those yellow gloves, it's... baby, you know that was a miss. Mrs. Hinch gloves. It was right? a cute song, but it, it ain't all song. that. And we done until you start paying people who Pay do everything gills. for Pay you. Now, the thing is, right, you are now on a reality show and people are seeing you for who you are. And you know what, baby? As much as I don't like the damnation of black people, you deserve it. I'm very sorry, but you do. I will always try to lift up my girls, but you can't be doing this. To, you capitalize on your own community when it's acceptable for you, Todrick. And you've been called out too many times about it. And don't get me wrong, I understand that, you know, you 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 might be obliged to say certain things, but you, the people around you are saying how much of an awful person you are. And then what you do, the the, 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 the air just disappears and no one here of a, of a horrible person you are because you're paying somebody. Let me tell you just one more thing about Todrick Hall and then Oof. we're going to move on. Yes, ma'am. Todrick Hall said, on Celebrity Big Brother. Mm-hmm. He pays his video editors not a lot of money because it is off time for them. It's off time for them. Them editing his YouTube videos mm-hmm. and his music videos is off time for them. Wow. It's what they do on their downtime. What the hell is wrong with this person? Unhinged. 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 Todrick, you, you are literally a step up from a Twitter celebrity. You need to, you need to be yeah. humbled again. Yeah, I know Taylor Swift let you sit next to her at that one award show because she decided yeah. she wanted to be a down with the drag queens, and you let her do that. Yeah. I know that made you think you were somebody, but you are on Celebrity Big Brother with Carson Cressley. You, right? You basically are a Real Housewife. 
Yeah. And I love the Real Housewives, but you're a Real Housewife and you need to calm down. Yeah. And like I said at the end of last week's episode, and I'm going to say it today, block me, Todrick. Please <laughs> give me the the benefit of being blocked by you. Yes, please do. I'm going to hound that message into the ground. <laughs> block me, Todrick. Just, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. Take me. Take Let me tell you something. Yes, ma'am. Let me read you something. Right, go on. Tell Are you ready for a little story time? Yes, we love the story right, time. Right, settle in. Now, this is this is nothing to do with pop culture. Uh-huh. I just wanted your reaction uh-huh. to what I'm about to read you. Go on. I was just scrolling through Twitter, minding my business, and I came across this madness. Now, Nick, feel free to interrupt me at any point while I'm reading, if you have something to say. Okay, so, <clears throat> this is a little story. Settle in. Uh-huh. Cool, so... My parents, dad and mum, the dad is 63, the mum is 60, have been married for 43 years. I have six siblings, 42-year-old sister, 38-year-old sister, 34-year-old sister, a 20-year-old brother, a 20-year-old brother, and an 18-year-old brother. I've been with my husband, he's 39, since we were 15. I got pregnant at 17 and we moved in with my parents. I gave birth to my now 22-year-old daughter. We got married at 18 shortly after. My dad's father passed away shortly after our wedding and left his ranch-style house to my father. My grandparents built a house next door to my parents when they retired. My parents decided to let us live in this house and told us that this would be my inheritance. My husband and I had no issues with this. We went on to have uh, a son, 20, a daughter, 14, a daughter, 5, and I'm currently seven months pregnant with my last child, a boy, due in April. So it's a big family, yeah? Yeah. You with me? Mm -hmm. I'm with you. Excellent. I thought I had a good marriage. We were intimate more than twice a week. We went on date nights. We bought each other gifts. We didn't fight. My entire world was shattered on New Year's Eve when I returned early from a girl's trip I had taken with some friends. I walked into my bedroom to find my mum having sex with my husband. My mother screamed at me to get out of their bedroom, which really shook me up even more. Uh, 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 Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not auntie again, how we're in this time of need. Uh-huh. Not auntie. No. It's, it's auntie not auntie. Sick. Wait, how old is auntie? It's mama. Oh, wait. How old is mama? 60. And how old is her husband? 39. Woo! <clears throat> not Let me this. continue. Let not me continue. Oh, baby. A mess. <sighs> Unfortunately, my oldest daughter, who was home in her bedroom across the house getting ready for a party, she ran out and witnessed my all-but-a-bedsheet naked mother run out of our house next door to her house and slam the door. My daughter was devastated and went to my sister's house. I asked her not to say anything until I first talked to my husband. I asked him for the truth. He told me that my mum seduced him when they were 18, when he was 18, and living in their house. They had been having unprotected sex at least once a month for longer than we were married. I ran the math and was horrified because the timeline meant my twin brothers and youngest brother could be my husband's sons. Oh, no, not this. Stop, 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 stop. Go on. Stop. Stop. When the fucking stuff Sally Raphael is going on in this goddamn day? (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? Hey. Baby. So... Mama and the husband have been fucking since husband was 18. He's now 39. That is 21 years. They've been having unprotected sets at least once a month for that entire time. Mama has three sons, the twins who are both 20 and an 18 year old. 
who could have been conceived in the time that mama was fucking the husband. Let you know that the girlfriend got pregnant at 17. 17. So girlfriend pregnant, now wife, girlfriend pregnant, mama fucking boyfriend. I'm gonna keep going. I immediately called my dad and told him to come to my house without my mum. I made my husband confess and my dad was devastated. He and my mum were high school sweethearts too. Needless to say, we could hear my mother screaming from her house when he confronted her. I then told my older sister and she and I decided to have her throw a party for the whole extended family and invite my ex's family as well. At the party, I had my 22-year-old daughter take all the kids to the basement and put on a movie, leaving only the adult children and siblings and I told them exactly what had been happening. Most of the family is on my side, except my three youngest siblings, uh, my 38-year-old sister, my ex, and my ex's entire family. They all say I'm an asshole for dropping this publicly. Word got out, and my mum's best friend, who is on leadership at my mum's church, my mum's childhood, my childhood church, called me to verify. My mum has since been let go as the children's pastor there, and she claims I've essentially ruined her reputation in life. My dad kicked her out, and she's now living with my 38-year-old sister, and lastly, my dad insisted on a DNA test for the three youngest boys before he considered no, anything to do with their this. marriage. Oh, God. The twins, oh, both 20, are my husband's biological children. No, no, no. Stop, stop. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, this is some Maury bullshit. You are the father. This is... This... What would you do? Dad, I'll sh- I would I would just feel I would instantly shit myself and feel sick. Um, um <laughs> honestly, Dad, what would you actually do? I don't know. I don't. I do. You cry? Do you hurt someone? Do you fight Mama in the street? Like, you I'll vomit. I'll honestly vomit because. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like, how how do you as the dad the, the how do you react? Like, how do you... Because you can't you, you can't get upset. You can, but at the same time, that's not going to change anything. But how do you move... What is the next step? How do you move on from that? That's and the, you... Oh, my God. You, and you find out that your... your what well, you thought were your kids, your mm-hmm. 20-year-old kids, are actually your daughter's husband's kids, which means that you are their granddad, not their dad. You are married to their mother, who is your daughter's husband's mother. Mm. So, like, Ooh, those twins are now... Oof. The twins are the brothers of the the mum, but also the brothers of the mum's kids. This... I just wow. know these people are white. I, I was now going to say, I can smell the Caucasian <laughs> from down the street. Wow. To finish. No, I can't do it, Dan. I'm done. I, f- I feel sick. <laughs> the twins are my husband's sick. biological children. I've since kicked him out and he's living with his parents. My father and I are discussing me moving into his much larger house and him selling my grandfather's house and him giving me the money to buy a new house somewhere else to get rid of the memories. My husband is appalled and furious that I proved he is actually about to have seven kids instead of five, that I'm going to be taking half of his business away from him. My husband started his own HVAC company a few years back and for the first five years I helped him get it set up, ran the office completely and took time away from my teaching career to help him get this established. In my state, all marital assets, including businesses, are split 50-50. Since the house was still in my father's name, my husband will get no money from the sale, neither will my mother, since inherited assets are not subject to be split divorces. My mother is also likely not to get any alimony as our state is a no-fault divorce state. 
I'm now over a month removed, still extremely bitter and angry at my mother, especially at her hypocrisy of calling me a whore and shaming my family when she's done much worse. I also despise my ex with everything within me now, as he was fucking both my mum and me, in some instances, coming to our bed minutes after he finished with my mother. Mm. He got my mother pregnant less than a week after getting me pregnant. And while I thought it was so cute and fun that I shared a pregnancy experience with my mum, she was carrying my children's half-siblings. No, no, no. I'm done. He was pregnant. <laughs> he's broken all trust I had in men and being faithful. I've already procured a good lawyer from the firm that helped us fight in financial matters with me and my dad. And my dad is helping pay for it. My twin brothers, one of my sisters, and my entire ex's family have gone no contact with me and my minor children. And my children have essentially lost all of their grandparents but my dad, two uncles, and an aunt on my side, and my husband's three brothers due to this mess. My 14 year old knows that we're getting divorced and why she's so angry at her dad that I struggle sending her to his house on the weekends. I feel like she's old enough to make a decision on that, but I don't want to damage her relationship with her dad. I told all my kids it's okay to love their dad, even if he hurt me, but the oldest two have cut him off 100%. I won't tell my youngest two until they're teens why we get divorced and everyone else has to has agreed not to spill anything until they're old enough to understand. As for how I had no idea this affair was going on, my husband confirmed to me that they would have sex at my mum's office at church in their cars at a motel and when oh we built the business gosh. this is the business that she gave up part of her career for yeah. they started having it routinely in his office once i went back to teaching they also had it in our houses too when my father would go away, go away on business trips or i'd be out of town hold, hold on how mama having how, how mama having more sex than me in my 33 years of being on, on this earth? her mother is living a hot girl summer for right? 29 years how Do women 21 years sex? sorry Dan, I'll let you look at Fatback because he's sickened just now. <laughs> what you know is because Mama got pregnant with the twins mm-hmm. and they're the husbands, but Granddaddy had no questions about it, which means Mama was l- getting laid down by the husband and by her husband at the same time. Just like, you know, if one of them caught something, that was going around the whole family. The whole family. The that whole was family, family matters right there. Correct. Let me finish this story. I am so sure. <clears throat> It's pure happenstance. I came home a day early from a trip because I was uncomfortable from being nearly seven months pregnant and wanted my own bed for me to find out. Knowing they'd be carrying on this uh, full-blown affair still if I hadn't caught them is what still upsets me. The fact that the grandmother and the father of my children cared so little about destroying our families is what I can't can't get past. Also, to add insult to injury, my husband confirmed in one of our mediated conversations the affair started when I apparently made him angry. He didn't tell me and instead vented to my mum when they were alone. She comforted him and they had sex. He loved it and then pursued her after that. He said he would have divorced me, but he knew he'd get cut off from her and she was so much better at sex than me, so stuck it out with me. He told me I was a placeholder. Of all the betrayal and the low blows, that statement is what keeps me up at night. A placeholder? No. Imagine you're sat in therapy with your husband and your husband turns to you in a mediated discussion and says, I was with you for all of those years, because if we got divorced, I couldn't have got none of your mama's pum-pum. The slap. The slap you would have collected from this left hand. The years I would spend in a high-security prison. Yes. Because you would find parts of that man scattered across the county. Baby. The Baby. county. He... Police would turn up on my door and be like, I did it, and here's why I did it. Put me in jail, three meals a day, I'm done. He would have been a casserole. He would have. I would have chopped him up easily, easily and, and fed it. To the, yeah, fed it to the mom. Mom, I'll make you a casserole. Let her eat it. You've been eating that dick for 21 years. You might as well eat the rest of it. <laughs> Dad, I'm, a, I'm appalled. 
wild. The ancestry. Right? The ancestry. So loudly Absolutely as well. insane. So loudly. And you know, black people don't do this thing. No offense. Black people don't do this thing. You know it's a Caucasian is, home. This is some Caucasian drama. <laughs> like, oh my God. 21 years of regularly plowing your mother-in-law. Getting her pregnant. So doing it unprotected. Not even questioning whether those kids could be yours during that entire time. For 20 years. And then you find out you come home from a girl's trip because you're seven months pregnant to find your mama riding your man. I don't know what I would do. And how, how, the thing is, right, how the daughter didn't hear this, by the way, if she knew the mom went away. That's, that's, that's. Maybe it's, maybe it's one of those big American houses where like they've got nine bedrooms and everyone's spread out. But somebody would have to die. Yeah. Somebody would have to die. Uh, I don't know. I, he... I, I don't even think he would even make it out. He wouldn't even be in the house that night. I was kicking him out. Out. Immediately. We'd have in the conversation, baby, you're out. I'm grabbing you by your still erect dick. Literally. And I'm dragging you down the stairs. And I'm kicking you out of the house. And yeah. I'd be like, I don't give a shit. I don't yeah. want to hear a single... There is nothing you can say to me once yeah. you have... You fucking my mama. In fr- and I find it. There is nothing you can say to me to explain this. I don't want to know when it started. I yeah. don't know... Want to know if this is the first time or the hundredth time, thousand time. What I know is you are going naked on the street and you are not getting back in this house. You are not getting your car. You are not getting your clothes. Everything is going on fire and you are lucky you're alive. You are lucky you're alive. Because I know those houses, most of them have shotguns. Most of them have guns in the house. Mm -mm. You know, know, you know, for a fact, he would have his Facebook logged on and on the home computer. I was going on Facebook and posting it on everywhere. Everybody was knowing. Everybody was knowing. No stone would have been unturned. I would have, I would, Dan, I would, I think I would have gone crazy with, with rage and madness. I would have, I would have, I would have, that, those kind of stuff would send you loopy. It really would. I would have been on the phone to you. I would have been on the phone to you. I would have been incredibly calm. Dan, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm perfectly fine. I'm just going about my day. And what you don't know is I'm on the phone to you while lighter fluid is just going over everything he has ever owned. Literally. And he's lucky he's not buried under it's, that pile of it's shit. Bon, it's bonfire night tonight, baby. I'm going Candyman on the house. I'm getting a rusty hook. Mm. I'm appearing behind him when he's in the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm just slashing. I'm just slashing because how the fuck dare you? How the fuck dare you? For 21 years. And then to tell so... me, to tell me I was a placeholder because you wanted some of that. But if you left me, you could have got some of that. Bitch, you can leave me. You can both leave me. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't have a mother. I was adopted. Sorry. Mother who? I was adopted, baby. I came from a stone. Yeah. I appeared out of the earth like yeah. Gaia. Yeah. Because Literally. there is no way. No. There is zero. You can't even, zero you can't even, you can't even forget that because not even that. You would have confided in your mother about so many things and so much memories and she was busy fucking your man. Nah. In the office. In the office. In the car, in the house when I was away. In my bed, in my bedding I got from Wilkinson's. My bedding. In the car that we take the kids to football in. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. In a motel. Oh, so now you're spending spending our money on motels to fuck my mother. Listen, I was taking out all the money out of the joint account and closing it. I was. You wasn't getting a penny. I'm taking out credit cards in his name and I'm buying myself beautiful shit. Yes. Beautiful. I'm running that credit limit up until Correct. it cannot go any higher. I'm and then I'll be like, they're going to come and be like, oh, did you order buy this stuff? I've like, got no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. I have absolutely no idea. That's all in his, that's his thing. Mm. Deal with that. You, 21 years of fucking my mother, deal with 21 grand worth of debt. Mm. I'm fucking your life up. 
Oh, it got me heated. Imagine. Anyway, that might as well be considered the loud moment for the week because nothing's going to get louder. Guys, thank you for listening. If you want to follow us, Nick, you got you tell them where they can go. You can find us at It's Nick Charles on Instagram and Twitter. You can find Dan, Dan James Elliot on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at Love Broncos on Facebook, Instagram. And if you want to send us an email, lovebroncos at gmail.com. Please send us the please send us your stories, please, because the back of the bus will be back soon. We're just currently we're currently in the last few episodes of Drag Race now, because we're we're down to a handful of girls. So we're almost to the end. Oh, we're not doing... Are we doing Drag Race this week? I thought we were are taking we? the week off. Oh, yeah, we can take the week off Drag Race this week. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, yeah. nothing's happening anyway. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I... Well, it's, it's the Snatch Games now. We're going to see what happens tonight, so... Yeah, we'll cover that next week. Yes. Okay, well, thank you for joining us on the Lowbrown Gates this week. It's been an absolute pleasure. And if you're looking for more mess, find us on social media. Send us your stories. Let us know what you're up to. Send us drinks. Send us sponsorship. Send us some free stuff. Send us, but don't don't sell us your, 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 your men's. Because we don't want it. <laughs> we don't want it. We got to get out of here. We got to go. Bye. Bye. How many times do you think we need to mention Todrick Hall on here before we start getting sued? Probably the probably the last time. Probably to be fair, I'm gonna tag him. Tag him in it. <laughs> I'm gonna tag this whole episode of them. Be like, hey, tag. I'm gonna tag. I'm gonna retweet. I'm gonna tag, 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 tag. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, Hot Hot Sweet. I don't know. So you're getting tagged everywhere. So I either need to call this episode. The like the saga of my mum fucked my husband, Ooh. or it's fuck Todrick for life. Ooh. I'll see which one comes to me when we'll I finish the edit. Correct. <laughs>